Welcome to Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina. If you follow my ministry, you know I am passionate about reviving and uniting the body of Christ in order to fulfill the Great Commission with extravagant love for one another and for a hurting world. I invite you today to join me for revelatory teaching, interviews with leaders in the body of Christ, and best of all, your testimonies of God's goodness in your lives. Thank you for joining the conversation to reveal more of Jesus to a hurting world today. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I'm so happy to have you with me here on this Monday. This is going to be a special week for sure. Um, I know many of you out there are getting ready for Christmas, and it's coming so fast, so hopefully you have your shopping done and you are ready to celebrate the birth of our Savior. Christmas is always so fun in my house. I have little kids, and it's always such a joy to um, see them celebrating and excited for Christmas. Uh, My daughter, she's five. We have this advent calendar for her, and each day she gets a piece of chocolate, and she loves going down first thing in the morning and getting her chocolate. And of course, I being the great mom that I am, I make an exception chocolate for breakfast. It's Christmas. Why not? (laughs) And of course, she loves uh, finding our elf. Our elf's name is Charlie. He's a little bit different than the other elves out there. He doesn't get into mischief, which makes my life a lot easier. He just kind of moves different places around the house. And my daughter has such a wonderful time finding him in the morning. So every, every morning we go down and it's a little scavenger hunt to find out where Charlie is. He's a little silly. He uh, hangs upside down from, from chandeliers and he rides the reindeers. We all get a good kick out of it, so it's pretty fun. So I wanted to have a little conversation about the dawning age of grace ushered in by the beautiful birth of our Savior. It's such a beautiful time of the year, and I just really enjoy it. I love just, you know, listening to the carols and A lot of the old hymns have so much revelation in them, um, and I just really enjoy that. So I am going to talk to you guys a little bit about the dawning glory of grace, and I'm going to have the full article up linked to our blog. So if you want to read the whole article and you want to check out the scriptures, I would encourage you to do that. I know that you guys know by now that I like to give a lot of scriptures and I like to give them in context. And that's really important. I think as a minister, we have a responsibility to do that because I love people. When you love people, you hate deception because it hurts them. So that being said, let's talk about the dawning glory of grace. I love Jesus, in case you can't tell. And I'm so passionate about him. And why I'm so passionate about the new covenant of grace is because Jesus is grace himself. You know, you can't separate Jesus from the new covenant. He is the new covenant. He ushered it in with his very presence upon the earth, with his very body, his his very flesh and blood, his very sacrifice, 
being nailed to the cross. He is the new covenant of grace. And uh, so you can't separate Jesus from grace. And I love that. And I'm so committed to the Son. You know, I, I love in the Bible that people often represent covenants and things like that. The Apostle Paul uh, actually talks about uh, Sarah representing the covenant of grace, too, as a depiction between uh, between Sarah and Hagar. I love that Jesus really is grace. Grace was born that night. Isn't that beautiful? The Father gave us something beautiful. He didn't give us an angel. He gave us the Son. You know, I love Isaiah 9. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. That's Isaiah 9, 6, NIV. What a beautiful Savior. You know, I I love the wisdom of the Father. Jesus' favorite way to refer to himself while he was here on earth was the Son of Man. It wasn't even the Son of God. If you go back and look in the New Testament, the, the way that Jesus most often referred to himself was the Son of Man. He took such pleasure in becoming one of us and clothing himself with human flesh in order that the dawning age of grace should begin. I love in Matthew 26 too, here Jesus refers to himself as the Son of Man. And he's talking about how the Passover is coming in two days, and he's going to be handed over to be crucified. You see, it was crucial that Jesus came with a body. And this is why it was such a heresy that the Gnostics were promoting that Jesus Christ didn't come in the flesh. Because if Jesus did not come in the flesh, he could not be the propitiation for our sin. This is why Paul combated it head on in the New Testament. It's important that Jesus came in the flesh. It's important that the child was born. It's important that a son was given. Jesus says, as you know, the Passover is two days away and the son of man will be handed over to be crucified. See, without a body, there would be no shedding of blood. There would be no remission of sin. There would be no propitiation for our sin. We could not be declared clean in the eyes of the Father without the shedding of the blood. Jesus goes on to declare in the New Testament, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you prepared for me. The Father has given us something greater than the written law engraved upon stones. He gave us the Son The law of Moses, hard and unyielding, finally makes the way for the tender compassion of the Son. Where stone failed, the flesh of the Son succeeded. Hebrews 10, 1-10 says, The law is only a shadow of the good things that are coming, not the realities themselves. For this reason, It can never, by the same sacrifices, repeatedly, endlessly, year after year, make perfect those who draw near to worship. Otherwise, would they not have stopped being offered? For the worshipers would have been cleansed once and for all, 
and would no longer have felt guilty for their sins. But those sacrifices are annual reminders of sin. It's impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. Therefore, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you prepared for me. With burnt offerings and sin offerings, you were not pleased. Then I said, Here I am. It is written about me in the scroll. I have come to do your will, my God. First he said, Sacrifices and offerings, burnt offerings and sin offerings you did not desire, nor were you pleased with them, though they were offered in accordance with the law. Then he said, Here I am. I have come to do your will. He sets aside the first to establish the second. And by that will, we have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. That is Hebrews 10, 1 through 10, NIV. You see, my friends, the dawning age of grace broke that night in a lowly manger with the birth of the Son of Man and the Son of God. Psalm 89, 14 through 19 says, Righteousness and justice are the foundations of your throne. Love and faithfulness go before you. Blessed are those who've learned to acclaim you, who walk in the light of your presence, Lord. They rejoice in your name all day long. They celebrate your righteousness, for you are their glory and strength. And by your favor, you exalt our horn. Indeed, our shield belongs to the Lord, our King, to the Holy One of Israel. That's Psalm 89, 14 through 19, NIV. There will be no decrease in his government, for the kingdom of heaven is expanding to this day. When weary hearts hear of the beloved Son, given by a Father so in love with the world, darkness is dispelled. And the dawn of grace begins to break upon them. The government of heaven shall be upon his shoulders, and there shall be no decrease. He will reign in righteousness and justice, and his throne shall not be shaken. This is Isaiah 9, 7. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness. From that time on and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Isaiah 9, 7, NIV. Our beautiful King reigns after the power of an endless life. He stands forever in the order of a priest like Melchizedek. The former has been set aside to make way for the greater. Hallelujah. Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given in flesh and blood, so that we would forever know that we are clean, righteous, holy children of God who have received him and his work by faith. My sincerest prayer this Christmas season is that seeing the Son would cause the dawn of redeeming grace to break forth with ever-increasing glory and His light to shine in your life 
until the day breaks and the dawn fully appears and we find ourselves standing face to face with the sun. If you have not received the sun today, I pray that you would receive him and the dawning glory of grace would envelop you forevermore. Amen. From our family to yours, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! We hope this season brings you so much joy and light and that you are surrounded by the love of God and the love of family. Thank you so much for listening to Revealing Jesus, and we look forward to all that God is going to do in 2021. God bless. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. If you liked today's episode, be sure to subscribe, share it with your friends. If you want more information on our ministry and how you can partner with us, please visit us at ChristinaPereira.org. We've got information on there about our events, blog posts, the extravagant love store, and more. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Christina Pereira Ministries. Until then, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless you.